Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. This episode is really good. Who are we chatting with today? We are talking with Brittany and JB. They own their own successful media company out of San Francisco where they do video and photography for brands, influencers, and high-end weddings. And like so many people our age, they jumped on TikTok at the beginning of quarantine. And that has translated into 100,000 followers and a booked wedding in less than 24 hours. So you best believe they got some tips for this. Yeah, I think they're up to like 135,000 followers as of today. And by the time that you guys listen to this, holy moly, they're just going to keep exploding. They break down every single thing that they've learned about TikTok, how to make a perfect viral video, how to get people to sign up for a freebie or opt-in, how to get people to go follow you and other channels. And they share actual numbers and stats so you can begin to understand what kind of expectations you can set for yourself when you're growing your own TikTok following or your business and trying to monetize it. They talk really, really candidly about how they broke down and thought beforehand on who they want to target on TikTok, what they wanted to share, how they wanted to get people to actually move over to different channels so they can actually use it to make money instead of just growing followers for the sake of followers. So I know you guys are going to get a lot of ideas on how to utilize this for TikTok and potentially Instagram reels and just video content in general. It's a really, really good one. I can't wait to see your guys' fun TikTok videos after this episode. So hunker down, give this one a listen. Hey, JB and Britt, welcome to the show. Hey, Abigail and Emily, thanks so much for having us. Thanks for having us. We love having other duos on the show. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it warms our heart. It's really nice to get to talk to you both. And I'm really excited about today's topic. We have not had to this point, which is honestly surprising, like TikTok has picked up speed in the last several months and we still haven't had an official... If you want to use TikTok for business, what does that look like? Show. So this is the first one and we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I was literally so adamant. People reached out to us. It's probably the beginning of year, maybe even end of last year. And was like, 
would you like a TikTok strategist on the show? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the whole platform. And then mm-hmm. I was like every other 30 something that downloaded it during quarantine and was yeah. like, oh, I kind of love it. It's kind of fantastic. (laughs) The only way we've talked about TikTok on the show is when I shared my husband and I now have our nightly routine of our our night-night tiki-takis and we lay in bed and we both have our own AirPods in and we just scroll and we're like, oh, you need to watch this one. Oh, you need to watch this one. And so we're just swapping AirPods to like listen to each other's speeds. And that's all we've done. (laughs) Well, how do you ever get sleep? I don't. It's really (laughs) bad. I get literally every night. I... You've been scrolling for so long. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Like the, the health warnings they yeah. put out because yeah. you've been on the app. It's, it's addicting. Ignore, ignore. ignore. <laughs> <laughs> you've actually used it to your benefit and a business benefit and a right. financial benefit. And I love, love when different industries take on a new platform and find a way to make it work for them. Because I think more often than not, at least in our community, our audience, a new platform or a new service will come out and they'll be like, oh, yeah, one more thing for me to have to learn or yet one more thing for me to have to feel like my business has to be here. It's not going to work, but I love when companies are able to take it. Let's make this fun. Let's make it interesting. Let's try something new. And if it works fantastic. And I think you guys are going to share some of those strategies with us today. So explain us a little bit. What got you to even want to try TikTok? I have JB to blame for that one for sure. Blame more things we don't know yet. Yes. <laughs> well, so we started about like four months ago. And actually just today, we just passed 130,000 followers. So that's kind of cool. And we started, yeah, about like basically during quarantine where I heard about it and I heard that some people were having some successful outcome with TikTok. And I was like, let's do it, you know? And I was like, let's not just do it once in a while. Let's actually commit to it and post a video every day. And so that's how we started. Like I had to literally force Brittany like so many times and we're like uh, wedding and brand photographers and videographers. So we're used to, you know, filming people in general, but not ourselves as much. And so the fact that there were not many people that we knew on TikTok, it kind of helped us overcome the fear of being in front of the camera and having people judge us. So we didn't tell anyone on Instagram for, you know, like two or three months. We didn't tell anyone. <laughs> you didn't tell anyone. <laughs> it was literally a secret for two months. And I think when we finally told our Instagram audience about it, we said, so we've had this secret TikTok account and we have 100,000 followers now. So we're finally <laughs> confident enough to tell you about it. Yep. That's so that- funny. The super interesting part to me about the platform specifically is just your ability to go viral. So was there a specific post or story? What do they even call it? What is it? <laughs> like a video, I guess. Yeah. 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 Was there a specific one you put out that ultimately helped you gain a lot of traction? Yep. So our first viral video was during, and there was like a hashtag at that time, which was love story. And we just like told our story, you know, like our love story. So I'm from France. I'm from Paris originally. Brittany's from Kentucky. We met 10 years ago in Paris. Then we did like long distance relationship for a year and a half. I moved to the US and blah, blah, and all this. We were telling this story with photos of us and it lasts about like, you know, 45 seconds. And then this video got maybe 25 or 30,000 views all of a sudden, 
where we were like, oh my gosh. And that was our first small viral experience. And as soon as you go viral on TikTok, I mean, it's so addicting. You're like, I have to make more. I need to be viral yep. again. And everything <laughs> that you make that isn't viral just pushes you to make yes, more because I need yeah. more. I'm only 20,000 views. I need a hundred. Yeah, exactly. So that's how so, we got totally addicted to yeah. it. And then after that, we actually posted a posing guide, like a posing tip video of Britney, which was like the two most common posing mistakes women make when they're taking a photo. And this one got 2.1 million views. And so that was when we started getting more and more viral. I think the thing that people get confused on when it comes to utilizing TikTok is, especially when they're a service provider and they're providing a service to consumers instead of other business owners, the question becomes, okay, I'm starting this new social media. Am I going to target my normal audience or am I going to target the people like me and like almost start an education branch off their company? What did you guys end up deciding? Are you targeting your main consumer, the people that do what you do, or a mixture of both? And if you do both, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> yeah, so that is a very good point. I think we're very similar to all of your audience in that we're entrepreneurial. We have so many ideas and we have so many different avenues that we want to go down. And TikTok for us is like a clean slate. We're not telling any of our existing audience about it. It can be whatever we want it to be. And at first it was, I think our first 14 videos we're us trying to figure out what do we want to do with TikTok? Yeah. What are we actually creating and what do people actually want to see? What is going viral? It ended up being our posing tip videos that really took off. And so it's a pretty broad thing. Anytime we do videos about weddings specifically, because our main revenue source is high-end weddings for wedding photographers and videographers. But our wedding videos weren't performing that well on TikTok. And so we kind of pivoted and said, okay, let's do posing tips and we also launched a YouTube channel earlier this year and we're like, let's just use TikTok to get traffic to our YouTube yeah. channel. Mm -hmm. So for us, TikTok was just a way to get extra traffic to YouTube and then eventually to our Instagram once we kind of connected it to that. So yeah. for us, we have used it as an opportunity because this year, obviously, weddings are not a thing. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So 2020 has been interesting for us in that we have so tired of using the word pivot, but we've had to really change the way that we are, you know, kind of speaking to our audience because our audience is not booking stuff this year. Yeah. So we have used TikTok to try out new marketing techniques like email marketing. Mm -hmm. um, we have created a free posing guide because our posing videos have taken off so much that we've created a posing guide to get emails Nice. to have like an email marketing campaign for presets. So iPhone yeah. presets. So yeah. it's really forced us to be creative and think about doing things that we wouldn't have thought about before. And to make it even more hard on ourselves, JB created a second TikTok. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> so the first one though, it's called Wedding Wonderluster. So that's the one we're talking about where now we have 130,000 followers. And so our target with this one is really, I'd say brides, but also in general women. And so we look at the analytics, which is really helpful on TikTok. And we see that 86% of our audience is women. And they're usually about like 20 to 35, you know, even older than that. So it's not just teenagers, you know, just right. kind of like the cliche of TikTok. 
So Thanks, quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I was like, well, this is working well. We have, you know, hundreds of people on our email list now. And so I was like, well, let's make one for the photography business where we're teaching people how to build a successful photography business. And so that's kind of like a second TikTok account. Right. That's same thing. We're talking a little bit more about numbers rather than on Instagram. I would not really say, hey, we booked a $10,000 wedding or $20,000 wedding. You know, yeah. I would not really say that because our clients are there. But on TikTok, it's a totally different audience. And so that's been really helpful for that, you know, to build that audience. That's cool. I want to go back a little bit and kind of break down logistics, if you don't mind. So what I was going to say in regards to your posing TikTok video clips, I thought at first that kind of feels like in place of a freebie or in place of an opt-in. It's growing awareness. It's getting people to watch. It's them being aware of your brand. And then you're hoping they go over to either YouTube or your website or book you or whatever it might be. But then you said, okay, but we also created an actual posing guide freebie. So can you lay out for me, what is the process of you make a certain type of TikTok and then you what, tell them to click in the link in your profile and then what happens? So TikTok is very much a consumption platform. People go on there to consume and they don't go on there to interact outside of the app. Because once you're in TikTok, you don't want to leave TikTok. You're like in the zone. It's like scroll, scroll, scroll. ADHD. It's amazing. (laughs) What we decided to do is we started having a real following for the posing tip videos of women who wanted posing tips for photos. And so we would say it, you know, at the end of every video and later on, we can kind of give you our secret formula for a viral TikTok video. But at the end of every video, we say, follow for more posing tips. And then we start in including either there or in the caption link in bio for free posing guide. And so to get somebody on your profile and to sign up for something, it's actually pretty hard from TikTok because it is yeah, such a consumption platform. So we need an additional freebie to get them to give us their email address. And then from there, I think we have gotten a few hundred from that. Yeah, so. a few hundred. And they follow us on Instagram as well. Yeah, we make that video and then either in the caption or in the first comment and we say link in bio for the free posing guide. Then yeah, people sign up for it. Yeah, it's been pretty good for mm-hmm. that. And then we can retarget them with, you know, like by email and say, we have a new posing guide or like a new video on YouTube about posing or things like that. And so that's mm-hmm. how we build the audience and kind of like familiarize them with us. Mm-hmm. And the platform too is a lot like YouTube where you will start when you're on the app. If you're on it, you've probably seen there are a few people that you follow and they end up in your feed, your homepage. Yeah. And you become very attached to those people. We have a few that we follow and we were like, we're always so excited to see something from Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. So you get really familiar with these people. And I don't know if it's the algorithm or what, but they show if somebody has watched a couple of your videos, they will likely see all of the videos that Mm -hmm. you put out. So in addition to, you know, just getting emails from our freebie, a big thing that we're able to do is just have people feel like they know us. I have friends of friends from Kentucky and Texas who will DM us and be like, Hey, you're my sister's <laughs> friend or like, yeah. I know you. And it's just such an amazing platform. You're like, I know a TikTok star right now. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and the, the power of TikTok as well is as opposed to Instagram, the post doesn't die after 24 hours or 48 hours. So if we posted something two months ago, it will show up again on mm-hmm. our feed So people might see it again. And so a video that we posted maybe a month ago might go viral because 
currently yeah. the hashtag is mm-hmm. something relevant to that and so that's really super powerful so you can literally like not post for a few days and then all of a sudden you have 10,000 new followers because one of your videos you posted uh, two months ago just went viral That's so fascinating to me. I think the challenge that I've seen across the board is I see tons of amazing content, but then how do you go from amazing content to monetizing? Well, actually someone on our team started a TikTok just to randomly start a TikTok. She went viral on her first video and then she was like, I don't know what to do. I don't don't know what to do. (laughs) She's struggled to flip the audience to sales. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that kind of across the board with some of these creators where they've never gone viral before, or they don't have a big following other places, or this is kind of their first rodeo. And the translation to dollars. those dollars is hard. And so I'm curious, I know you guys have figured that out at least somewhat. And so I'd love to know what you're doing that's ultimately pushing the dollars behind mm-hmm. your following. Yeah, so I think one of the important things to do is to actually be ready to be viral. So it means like, let's say, okay, what if I get a million views all of a sudden? Is my content relevant to what I want to sell? Or did I go viral because I did like a funny dance? And then that's a little bit harder to monetize that. So for us, we really stuck to our niche, mostly to weddings or like brand videos. And so we booked a wedding in 24 hours after one of our videos went viral. And that was a $10,000 wedding. And so we got a DM, the bride is saying, Hey, I just saw your posing video and I love your Instagram feed as well. I've watched all of your posing videos. Yeah, I've I've watched all of them. I love what you guys do. And your Instagram feed looks amazing too. It's not just on TikTok. They they see all of your profiles. Are you available for my wedding next year on, you know, August 25th, Mm -hmm. for example? I look and I'm like, yeah, we're available. Can, Can you send me your packages? And I was like, okay, send that. And in 24 hours, it was booked. Like literally we, she reached out, I think like at noon and by the end of the day, it was booked, you know, because we really created that like, know and trust factor Mm -hmm. where, you know, people know us because they've seen us on TikTok. Then we have all the other social media platforms. Mm -hmm. They like us because they see that we're not weirdos or not too much at least. (laughs) Uh, And then they trust us. (laughs) And then they trust us because we create value content. We didn't even have to do, you know, like we don't have to do phone calls uh, in general. Whereas a few years ago, most of our bookings, whether it's for branding videos or weddings, we had to do, you know, a meeting or like phone calls. And now they just, you know, they email us. They say, hey, I love you. Like what you guys do. Are you free on my date? Let's book it, you know. And so that's that's how we were able to monetize it is to be ready to, you know, go viral, post content that is related to what you do and not just, you know, like a video of my cat or something like that, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it can totally be fun to do that. That's harder to monetize, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we see people on on TikTok who went viral, but it's not really something that will really bring uh, income. And yeah, it was also, we had to come up with a sort of formula for what our TikTok feed would look like. Mm. And we keep saying TikTok, this is going to be Instagram reels soon. If we can keep using TikTok, great, but we're going to use the same strategy on Instagram reels. So just something to kind of throw in there. And it's even like Mm -hmm. video marketing in general. Yeah, video marketing in general with short form video content. Mm -hmm. So it's that no like trust concept where we want to show up as much as possible in the most relatable, helpful way. Mm -hmm. And so the posing tip videos are what go viral. They're the ones that people 
really love. And then interspersed with those once, cause we have a following, we intersperse different videos about us as wedding photographers. These are our favorite wedding photos, or these are the five favorite wedding photos from last year. Mm-hmm. These are the coolest wedding destinations to get married or something like that. And we show ourselves as wedding photographers and videographers in those videos right. so that our followers, if they're getting married or if their friend's getting married or if their son is getting married, they follow us and they see our posing videos. And then when they see our faces associated with shooting a wedding, then yeah. they'll want us to shoot their wedding. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's kind of like a nice little formula of this is the video that people want to see the posing tips help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we're also wedding photographers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but speaking of random cat videos, what we've learned about Instagram specifically for so long is don't have an overly styled feed. Or if you're a service-based, don't just talk about being a service-based business owner on your feed, like intersperse, like a coffee mug shot or a picture of your kid or your cat or whatever, to show that you're a human and here's what you like. And here's other things. Do you feel like that is the same for TikTok or is it just this double formula that you're talking about that you feel like is enough? Yeah, I think people don't want to be sold to, like, especially the Generation Z where, you know, they see it coming before you even, you know, think about yeah. it. So, we so you just, about. yeah, right. So you just really don't want to sell to, you just want to add value as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then people just identify you as an authority in that field. And so they think about you. And so I'd say maybe 10% of your feed could be random, you know, could be just totally random. And the rest would be a little bit more, you know, like added value, those posing guides, for example. And then one video out of four can be really selling yourself a little bit more, you know, maybe mm-hmm, even, yeah. even less, like one video out of five where you're like, hey, we're wedding photographers. This is what we do. And we do this because, you know, we love it and all that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we did a video where we basically said, like, we've lost all of our business in 2020 because we're in the wedding industry. And so instead, with our free time, we created a YouTube video or YouTube channel. And if you can support us, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. And just from that one video, we got like 40 subscriptions. Yeah, just like a small... Which is a lot when you're just starting your YouTube. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we had zero, we went to 40. And then now we have, you know, like I think 500 just in a few weeks. And I think, yeah, people are like supportive as long as you're not hard selling. Yeah. The thing that I find interesting about it is just because people want to stay on the app so much, how the following doesn't necessarily translate completely. You'd think someone with millions of followers, which is way more common on TikTok than Instagram, that they would also have so many in other places. And that's just not necessarily true. But it also kind of depends on like... doesn't correlate with followers as well. No, yeah. Like there's people... And that's what I was going to say. I feel like probably some of the strategies you're talking about because of the nature of how users work on that app may have actually slowed your growth down, but been more intentional to get the kind of followers that could potentially buy from you in some way. I know so many creators that are just so focused on growth Mm -hmm. that they haven't translated it. And now I think they're kind of kicking themselves a little bit like, oh, I don't know what to do with it now because Mm -hmm. you've expect some sort of level of entertainment at some point. And you adding value is fantastic and amazing. Adding value isn't always the most entertaining kind of content. Yeah, no, totally. One thing also that we've done, you know, to cross, what is it like cross 
breed our feed, cross-promote our social media is, for example, on TikTok, we'll show like a behind the scene of something and then we'll say, go on our Instagram story to watch the reveal or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. And so that way people see something on TikTok. They're super curious. Like they have to click on the Instagram to see what it looks like. And so that's helped us get more Instagram followers. And we've grown like, I think uh, about like almost a thousand followers on Instagram right. mm-hmm. just from yeah. TikTok. And these are engaged yeah. followers as well. So, yeah. you know, it's pretty helpful. And like a ton of DMs, people literally DMing us on Instagram saying, hey, can you do a posing tip for oh, cool. best friends? For or, best friends. Like literally stuff like that. Can you do posing tips for graduation? Can you do posing tips if the bride is taller than the groom? You know, stuff like that. And so really listening to our audience and creating content relevant to what they want has helped us a lot. So we actually have done, you know, videos where the groom and the bride are the same height. And so that's helped a lot. People are like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So speaking of Instagram reels for a second, you said you are going to start using that. How are you going to tackle both platforms? Are you going to duplicate the content? Is it going to be follow over here for more content? How are you going to kind of, because I I know some people who have started TikTok and then reels came out, but reels isn't like picking up as fast as TikTok, I feel like. So Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that? There has been a lot of controversy behind TikTok. And I think there's even certain state governments that don't allow TikTok on the phones of their representatives. Mm -hmm. And it's a very controversial controversial platform right now. now. And it might not be here in a couple months. So which TikTokers would be devastated. Like it would just be the end of the world. But (laughs) Instagram Reels, so Instagram Stories is basically Snapchat. And so Instagram Reels is an exact copy of TikTok. We feel like if TikTok doesn't stick around, if it's not bought by Microsoft or whatever the new news about it is, we're just planning on using our same strategy on TikTok on Instagram Reels. Mm -hmm. And fingers crossed, it's going to reach new audiences the Mm -hmm. same way that TikTok would with the hashtags and a for you page as opposed to just prohibiting you from being seen by anyone ever because that's what Instagram is kind of doing. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell their algorithms are really different. Right. A thing that I really love about TikTok, and I feel like what helped your first video go viral was looking at what a viral hashtag is right now. And Instagram doesn't have that same aspect. There's just hashtags for the sake of hashtags. And I love the thematic viralness of the hashtags on TikTok, where you create content based on what's going viral right now to hope to go viral. And so mm-hmm. I feel like there's still some hashing out that Instagram needs to do, yeah. but I'll be interested to see there were some accounts that we followed or that we knew were doing really well on Snapchat before stories came about. And initially their plan was to be on both platforms, like grow both. They had their dedicated following on Snapchat and then eventually it just fell off of Snapchat because stories really, really took off. But it'll be interesting to see that duplication process of how that works. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things too is the audience is a little bit different too. So I feel like for Instagram, the audience is, you know, people expect things to be more polished Mm -hmm. and clean and less authentic to some extent. Whereas TikTok, it's, you know, if it's too produced, if the video is too produced, it's just not going to perform as well, you know? So Mm -hmm. really has to be shot from an iPhone. And so 
the audience is still pretty different. But I mean, we saw it with, you know, it's Snapchat that turned into Instagram stories. And it was adopted very lovingly. And we use Instagram stories every day, you know, so. Yeah. If it would be the same, like if Instagram Reels is going to be the same as TikTok, we wouldn't have TikTok anymore because it would all be on the same platform. And yeah. it I, I feel like it would make existing brands jobs a lot easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It's the starting over part that I think is exciting for people. Yeah. I agree with the nature of things have to be less polished. So outside of Boss Project, I have a wellness business and I also food blog and the food content on TikTok is freaking fantastic. And reels though, it's a little frustrating because they only have 15 second clips right now. I haven't seen one minute come out. And for that type of content, it's almost impossible to accomplish anything yeah. in 15 seconds. And so I'm like, just like, waiting. I a boomerang in 15 seconds, but I can't yeah. talk to you. <laughs> I can't prepare a whole dish, give you all the instructions. Yeah. And even just the ones I've seen, um, oh, this is amazing lighting. And they have different setups as compared to the yeah. random guy who's like slamming his fist on a counter every day. And you're like, <laughs> I'm all about it. It'll be interesting, but I am excited about it. I do want to hear your take before we head into talk strategy to me. You did say you had a viral video formula, and I know some people are going to be all about it, so please tell. The secret sauce. Yes. Yes. So, okay. The viral video formula that we have been using, which for us has been posing tip videos, but we feel like it can be translated into basically anything. Mm -hmm. So you want to start with a catchy title. So for example, our most viral video was two most common posing mistakes women make. And when you hear that, or when you read it, it makes you wonder if you're among the women making the mistakes and how you're going to fix them. So you're like, I have to keep watching. (laughs) We all are. And so you're like, Ooh, catchy title. I need to watch this video. And then you immediately include a line that builds your credibility as an expert and makes the viewer trust you. So for us, we try to include in every video. So it would be two most common posing mistakes women make. Tips from your professional photographer friend. So we're confirming that we're experts and we're also telling them that we're their friends so they can trust us. And so all very fast. And then you go right into tip number one, no fluff, like no nonsense. Do this. Yeah. Do this. And then tip number two do this, no fluff. And then you end the video by asking for a follow. So we usually just end with follow for more posing tips and you have to learn how to talk faster (laughs) in that formula. It's also 25 seconds or less. We will never do a video longer than 25 seconds. At first it was so hard. Like at first we were doing one minute and we're like, oh my gosh, we don't have enough. And then those long videos, they were not performing as well. And so we just really trimmed all the fluff and that's how we ended up with 25 seconds is Mm -hmm. literally like the maximum if you really want to go viral because people are just not going to stick that much longer. It's so fascinating. Watch a minute video. I know. (laughs) Our attention spans are terrible. It's so much. Absolutely terrible. But how many times have you watched a TikTok, got to the end and realized, oh, I think I missed that part. Oh, it's too long. I can't watch the whole thing again. 
Yeah. Well, and one of the things too, so the algorithm, and I assume it's the same with Instagram Reels, the algorithm really values the rewatch. So if it's useful, you're going to rewatch it. And so you have to speak fast enough and, you know, like write, you know, if you write titles or things in the video, you don't want them to stay there for too long because people are going to have time to read the whole thing and they're not going to rewatch it. So you just want to make sure. Literally miss this. Yeah. You just want to make sure that, you know, they can see it so that they don't get mad and see like, well, that's clickbait. It has to be one second or 1.5 seconds. And then longer than that, you just, you know, you don't want to post that. You don't want to put it. Yeah, I would edit videos and they would be long and I would have a little extra fluff in there. And JB would watch it. I'd watch him edit it and he would cut down my text. And I was like, I can't read that. It's too fast. And he's like, babe, that's the point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh. Yeah, that way people rewatch it. That's how you go viral even more. If it's useful. Again, like you're not going to make a bad video good just by, you know, making it short and having a short text it just has to be really really good yeah yeah exactly it has to be just really good and people want to watch it and then there's the sharing aspect that's huge and so people have to want to share it and so all the shareable content which is the same for instagram you want to create as much as possible shareable content so that people just go like oh my gosh my friend would love this too she makes that posing mistake or you know like she makes those mistakes she looks like garbage in her pictures (laughs) (laughs) i hate her photos so much and so And so then she shares that. And we have videos that got shared, I think maybe like 300,000 times, you know, (laughs) I think the total is like maybe 500 million hours of watch time. I mean, it's crazy. Just one video, you know, now TikTok is thinking about creating a creator fund where people like the creators are actually going to make money, which is kind of what YouTube does where they monetize the videos. And it's going to be the same with TikTok. And so you might be able, if TikTok, sticks long enough you might be able to monetize it so imagine yeah. 500 million views yeah million because hours. i think how they'll end up and this is me just hypothesizing but mm-hmm. my guess is the videos are too short for them to interrupt them with ads but they will reward you if you keep them on the platform so my guess is if the more videos of yours you get someone to watch and not leave the platform, the more they can not interrupt your video, but between videos, make between you watch videos. an ad or like, yes, like with Spider-Man. story where it's right. a story mm-hmm. ad. Yeah. Which yeah. why I, we don't get paid I, for I, stories is beyond. Right. <laughs> I know. Right. They've talked about that on reels. Instagram, I think is going to figure out monetization before TikTok does. And I think that will be, I do. I think that's why it's not working. Like it's not fantastic because they're like, how can we make money for everyone on this? And that will launch before any of the other features. And they're talking about monetizing IGTV too, which hasn't been like a huge success, but it's, you know, it's worked a little bit. And so that's another, you know, like big competitor of YouTube. And so they're talking about monetizing IGTV. So instead of posting your video on YouTube, you post it there. People watch it for 10 minutes and you make, you know, a few cents. The monetizing content where you're not getting people to leave is just such a different strategy than trying to sell someone something. As a food blogger, I've been always thinking about traffic and getting someone to stay on your page long enough and scrolling through enough of your page where eventually your traffic's high enough that you can get an ad platform that'll even agree to be on your site. But you need so much volume. It's just crazy. Obviously, we could probably talk and hypothesize about this all day. But if someone wanted to either start 
TikTok for business and or translate that over to Instagram reels and get kicked off with a bang, what are the main things you would have them focus on right away? First, familiarizing yourself with short form video and what that structure is supposed to be, how to edit it. And it's really simple. So starting it can be really easy. And whether you're a food blogger, a photographer, you have FAQs that you receive from your audience. There are questions that people ask you constantly over and over. So we took those FAQs with our posing tips and we made videos out of them. So your answers to FAQs can easily be put into short form video. So for example, how can I look thinner in photos, which is what everybody asks us. And we did a video on that on TikTok and we got some like, well, you shouldn't always have to look thin in photos, but that's what we get asked all the time. So we did a video about it. Yeah. Like our clients are like, can you make me look thinner? So we're like, okay, what can we make about this? And we created a 15 second video where you're okay. Put your hip on your weight, put your weight on your, your back weight on leg. your back leg, you know, whatever is closer to the camera appears bigger. So you don't want to have your hip closer to the camera, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Don't have your arms squished Take space between your arms. So if you watch our videos on TikTok, we use the secret formula every single time you start a catchy title, <laughs> you immediately build credibility, tip one, tip two, follow for more. And so if you can just write that formula down and answer your FAQs, then you can create a series of short form videos in a day. Like you'll have 10 of them. What's amazing about short form video these days is that you can just talk in front of the camera. It doesn't have to be beautifully produced. Just use your iPhone. Everything's vertical. So you just use your iPhone. You find some decent lighting in front of a window and you talk in front of the camera for 15 to 30 seconds and then that's it. So it sounds really scary, I think, to a lot of people to start shooting video. And I think a big part of that too is just, you know, the self-consciousness about being in front of the camera some of the other so stuff. follow your account for so our account we'll give you tips so follow us <laughs> but it's also just realizing that and this was our big thing with youtube when we first started filming we were so nervous to be in front of the camera we were like they're gonna judge us they're gonna say this they're gonna say that who is they i don't know who they are but they really don't care they just want whatever information that we're feeding yeah. them If we can provide value to them, they don't care what we look like on camera because we're helping them. That's all they really care about. In one example, Gary V or Gary Vaynerchuk, he's like, you know, that big marketing guy and his production is not really like, you know, it doesn't have like good lighting. It's just very raw. He curses a lot too and all that, but (laughs) you like it or you don't like his message, but he really focuses on adding value, whatever, you know, he looks like. He might just have just woken up and is thinking, oh, this can help someone. And so that's why we focused on doing, you know, instead of being self-centered about us and being like, oh my gosh, how do I look like? Oh my gosh, I have a French accent. Oh my gosh, you know, all these things. (laughs) You just kind of like try to shut down a little bit your insecurities and you just focus on only one viewer and trying to add value to, you know, that person. And so that's helped us a lot. Yeah, we'll do it like you guys did and just don't tell anyone you have a TikTok and just throw on TikTok and be like, it doesn't matter what I look like, I have 100,000 followers. (laughs) Exactly. Seriously. Yeah, so if TikTok is still around in a few months and you're listening to this podcast at that time, then 
our biggest recommendation is do exactly what we did. Create a secret TikTok account, make some videos. My first video was me baking cookies with some weird flour because we were out of flour because it was quarantine, but like it was a cooking video. It has nothing to do with anything that we do or sell, but it was me practicing. Okay. I'm going to film this and I'm going to put the text here. And then you make 10, 15 videos before you're really like, oh, okay, like I have a decent now video. It's a learning process. Yeah. And you realize, oh, wait, I can't put the text that high or the background yeah. noise is too distracting or I'm too long-winded. So just practicing and learn how to edit. And there are experts on TikTok that have really good okay. advice about how to create viral videos and mm-hmm. how to you know, structure your videos mm-hmm. a certain way. That helps a lot. And you can also create those videos and keep them as private because one of the things that is kind of hard with TikTok is the first five videos are actually really important. The first five public videos, because they will show the algorithm who you are and who you target. So even though you're, you, you can be tempted to just, you know, make a random video and be like, oh, it's fine. Not really, because then you might be, you know, shadow banned or your account might basically die and only show the videos to a couple hundred people. Not to, not to scare you. Probably what yeah. happened with mine. Yeah. <laughs> we did the same and we're still alive, you know. Right. <laughs> the same. I posted my cooking video and I was like, look, JB, I did it. And he was like, what have you done? <laughs> like, seriously, I was like, oh my gosh, don't tell me you did this. You can always restart a new account, you know, sometimes it makes more sense, but there's just a few things like that. Also, one other tip that can be helpful to know what the algorithm shows you or who the algorithm thinks you are, it's to go on Google, type tiktok.com slash for us, it's wedding wanderlusters. And so you're on like a computer and then you see on the right side, there's suggested accounts and that way will actually show you who is kind of similar to you. So if you are a wedding photographer and then all of a sudden the suggested accounts are things about the news or baking or stuff like that, you're like, crap, my niche is not the right one. The algorithm doesn't understand me. So for us, it actually shows some photographers, it shows beauty tips, things like that. And so that means the algorithm kind of understood what we do and who we are. That's helpful. Just go on Google, type your TikTok at your username and see the suggested accounts. Yeah. And in that spirit too, start by looking at your competitors or people in your industry to see what they're doing, what's working for them and what's not. What viral video did they create? Just recreate it in your own way. I mean, that's what it is. That's YouTube. It's basically short version of YouTube. So if you can just look and see, oh, well, that video is viral and it's all about the most common posing mistakes. I'm going to do it too, but it's going to be my experience and my personality. So mm-hmm. yeah, because the content is all, you know, everyone kind of makes the same content in the end. Right. So one of our first viral posing videos, it was a couple, you know, just Brittany and I, and we we're like couple poses, everyday, for, couple poses, everyday couple poses. It was that. And so we didn't look at, you know, any other accounts or anything. And then like a few days later, we're like, oh, look, there's like someone who has a similar thing. And we're like, oh my gosh, they copied us exactly. <laughs> And we realized they actually posted that before us, which is so crazy, you know, whereas we had never even thought about it. We all have the same thoughts. It's the same on YouTube. Everyone kind of says the same thing, but we all say it in our own unique ways. And so that's what, you know, that's the added value. Yeah, don't recreate Mm -hmm. the wheel. 
Yeah. Thank you guys so much. That was so helpful. I can't wait to see all of y'all's TikToks that you guys make after <laughs> listening to this episode. Please go send us what those are on Instagram so we can make sure that we follow you because I don't know how to check messages on TikTok. So don't make yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Can you let our audience know where to find you online, your Instagram, your TikTok, anything you guys have got going on right now? I'm sure they would love to get to know you more. Yep. So our Instagram is at JBJ Pictures. So like John Bon Jovi Pictures. It's my initials. Jean Baptiste Jacob. Uh, Jean Baptiste Pictures. <laughs> our YouTube and TikTok, it's Wedding Wonderlusters. Uh, and then we have our website, which is JBJ Pictures. And we also have our free posing guide, which has been like pretty much like a hit on TikTok or, you know, everyone wanted it. And so that is on our Instagram bio where you can sign up to download it. And people can also DM us on Instagram if they have questions. We do a lot of branding videos where these ones are more for a website where it's, you know, like more produced. And then, you know, we do like the smaller videos to just less produced. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.